What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello? Hello. Hey, Who's there? Casey. Who? This is Casey. Oh, hi, Casey. This is Tina Boone. Hi. Nobody else is on that I know of. Oh, okay. Are you going to read for us tonight? Are you going to just try listen? To. I'm going to try to read. <laughs> oh, good. I thought I heard somebody come on. Yeah, it's me. Hi, Da. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Good. Are you Miss Tina? Yes. And yeah. Casey's on. Okay. I'll, hold on. Christy's calling, probably. She needs some. Hold on. Okay, you're in. <laughs> Thank you. Back. I think you and Casey and I are the only ones on here. She, she, got, she got Christy now. Hi, I'm Christy. Hey, Christy. Hey, Christina. Yeah, when I dialed in, talk show told me that show ID is not valid. <laughs> They've done me that way before, and I thought uh, that's... I dialed the same one, you know, same mm-hmm. one that they told me wasn't valid, and they let me in. Not tonight, but they did it. They have done that to me before. Yes, ma'am. Well, I've been trying for five minutes, please. Oh my goodness! Did they tell you every time you dialed it that it wasn't valid? Christy, is anybody there? Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I cannot get a signal. My phone just muted itself without me touching anything. Hmm. It it does funny stuff. Pray for my phone. (laughs) (laughs) It wants to play games with you, huh? 
I think all these phones they won't play games every once in a while. Mine's all the time. <laughs> oh, Chrissy. Is Casey going to talk tonight, or is she just listening? She says she's going to read. Okay. Okay, very good. Yeah. I like having you on the call, Casey. What is that? Hello? There's somebody. Yeah. Two somebody's. Janice? Yeah. I don't hear anybody. It's Dinah. Hi, Dina and Miss Tina. Hi. Hi. How are you, girl? Doing good. Yeah, she's here. Hi, Jan. Hi. Oh, hey, Miss Christy. I don't know where she's at. I don't know. Oh, in my room. Did, yeah. did Mama... Janice called me just while ago, so... I know oh. she's coming. Okay. Uh, hang on. I'll see. Oh. How are y'all doing? I'm doing good. That's Thank great. You. Awesome. How are, How are you doing? That's the question. I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing so yeah. great. I get to work every day. Oh <laughs> Isn't that good? I'm telling you, don't get no better, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've been working six days a week, Jan. My, oh my goodness. goodness. Why? No, they have no help. Oh, my goodness. Nobody wants to work on account of the virus? Uh, well, we just, they don't, nobody want to work at the post office, apparently. <laughs> mm. I don't blame them. They're, they're wanting to hire somebody right now. If y'all know anybody that needs a job, they're, they're trying to get somebody hired in. What are they wanting for? What job? A, a rural carrier. They use like, their own vehicle and deliver the mail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Richard. I just talked to Mama. Yeah? She said she's crying. She's crying. Every time she calls her, it's saying her number's invalid. Oh, Mama's having trouble getting in, y'all. Yes, she uh-huh. did, too. They told her I that the number know. was invalid. Dana, okay. Dana, I, I have three-way 
Maybe you could three-way in Miss Janet. Okay, let me try. <clears throat> All right, you're on there. Hello. Hello. Hi. I'm sorry, I could not get on. Well, what you put in? They they kept saying my caller ID was invalid. Was you uh, doing six two nine five? That's what it's called. That's the way I do it every time, you know. Well, who's all on here? Tina Boom. Hey, Tina Boom. Christy, Casey, and Dana, and Jan, and Janice. Did I miss anybody? Ida. Is, uh, Ida. Ida. Good. I'm sorry, Ida. No problem. Christy. It's Christy. Christy's on, or she was. I guess she still is. She said her phone's playing games with her. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know what in the world's going on here. <clears throat> Hi, little girls. I'm glad y'all are on here. I've got I've got seven oh seven. Are y'all ready to start? Yes, ma'am. Yes. All right, here we go. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time that we can come and all gather together. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for allowing us to be free to where we can read your word without fear of anything, Lord. Thank you for your word, that, that word that's forever settled in heaven, the word that keeps us, that we have something concrete, that we know there's a God in heaven. Thank you for your word, Father. I pray a blessing on everybody that's here tonight. We thank you for this opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh my, we're we're so happy tonight. We're going to 
finally get to free Joseph. Uh, we're at Genesis chapter 40 and uh, I'm, I'm sorry, chapter 41. Genesis 41. Uh, well, is where where is Casey? I'm here. Uh, uh, okay, where are you, though? Oh, uh, we're at the hospital. Okay, that's what I thought. All right, baby. Well, I'm I'm so concerned about little Uriah. But I'm glad you're there with them. Yes, ma'am. All right. Thank you, Lord. Yes, dear Lord. Uh, Casey's little boy, uh, Uriah, the one that is. Been sick a long time. He had a high fever, and they he's in Lafayette with him. Mm, I'm so sorry. I know. I Thank know. For both of them. Um, okay, like I say, we're we're he's uh, and I I I'll, I'll mention it when I get down to it, but. Uh, God's time is not our time, and uh, it would be so good if we could just be patient with God. Just be patient and trusting that that you'll be happier and God will be honored. Uh, here we go. And it came to pass at the end of two full years. Now that knows what we're saying. Two full years. It wasn't full until it got to to two. Two full years that Pharaoh dreamed, and behold, he stood by the river. And behold, there came up out of the river seven well-favored kine and fat-fleshed, and they fed in a meadow. And behold... Seven other kind came up after them out of the river, ill-favored and lean flesh, and stood by the river, the other kind, upon the brink of the river. And the ill-favored and lean flesh kind did eat up the seven well-favored and fat kind. So Pharaoh awoke. And he slept and dreamed the second time, and behold, seven ears of corn came up upon one stalk, rank and good. It, uh, Casey, are you going to read, baby? She she just texted me and told me that a uh, nurse came in. She'll catch up. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, now, here's the dream. Um, this is... Uh, Pharaoh's dreaming, and it's just as real to him. He's standing on the riverbank, and here's these these cows that come up, and um, 
it couldn't be nothing wrong with them. And uh, in in these um, these other seven ears come up, and I don't know how he that one was eating another, but that that's what the that's what happened. <laughs> how a corn can eat another corn. <laughs> Hey, Mama, when you first started, you said, and it came to pass at the end of two full years. What do you mean? That, that, well, uh, that he's been in prison for two years? It, it, I, what I've, I noticed was that uh, it came to pass. <laughs> not not any time sooner, any time later, two full years that, you know, any other time wouldn't have been right. God is on a, a timetable, and uh, it happens on God's timetable. And um, okay. he was down in the darkest, dankest place of the of the the prison and stayed there patiently for two full years. Okay. Okay. Uh, where am I? Six. Six. Okay, mm-hmm. and that all looks that all looks good. And then behold, seven thin ears and blasted with the east wind sprung up after them. And the seven thin ears devoured the seven rank and full ears. And Pharaoh awoke, and behold, it was a dream. And it came to pass in the morning that his spirit was troubled, and he sent and called for all the magicians of Egypt and all the wise men thereof. And Pharaoh told them his dream. But there was none that could interpret them unto Pharaoh. Then spake the chief butler unto Pharaoh, saying, I do remember my folks this day. Casey, are you there? Pharaoh was wroth with his servants and put me in ward in the captain of the guard's house both me and the chief baker. And we dreamed a dream. I and he, we dreamed each man according to the interpretation of his dream. Good. Thank you for reading, baby. Um, Now, wonder why, wonder why that crazy dream uh, troubled him. You know, if dreams are so crazy, are they all significant, you reckon, or are they just all jumbled up? Well, this one was significant, and he knew it was significant and went to, I guess they they always told him something, those magicians and all. They said, well, this is what this means, but this one stumped them. Of course, God was in it and didn't allow them to, to give. They God closed their mouth, don't you think? There was no way they could have said anything. They said, oh, we don't know. That's, <laughs> we we ain't going to say nothing. Yeah. 
And it just happened that that his mind got jogged. Wonder how that happened. Well, it was time, <laughs> the fullness of time. And he said, huh. oh, yeah, y'all, oh, my goodness, let me tell this. I remember uh, verse 12 said, uh, and there was there with us a young man, a Hebrew servant to the captain of the guard, and we told him, and he interpreted to us our dreams. To each man, according to his dream, he did interpret. And it came to pass, as he interpreted to us, so it was. Me he restored unto mine office, and him he hanged. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and they brought him hastily out of the dungeon. And he shaved himself and changed his raiment and came in unto Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I have dreamed a dream, and there is none that can interpret it. And I have heard say of thee that thou canst understand a dream to interpret it. And Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, it is, it is not in me. God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, In my dream, behold, I stood upon the bank of the river. And you know, he remembers that just word for word. He, you know how dreams will go away? This has been yeah. a long time, and he vividly remembers exactly what happened. <clears throat> and he repeated it word for word. <clears throat> oh. I was my my footnote here is in First Samuel two and eight, and it said that that the Lord uh, calls out of the the dung and sets and causes men to go into kings. God, that's that's what it said in the First Samuel, and that's what happened to to Pharaoh from the lowest thing. He's exalted to go into the king's palace. <clears throat> um, and Pharaoh said unto Joseph, In my dream, behold, I stood up on the bank of the river. Um, <clears throat> did I miss a verse? Oh. And behold, there came up Wait. Okay. And behold, there came up out of the river seven kind, fat-fleshed and well-favored, and they said in a meadow. And behold, seven other kind came up after them, poor and very ill-favored and lean-fleshed, such as I never saw in all the land of Egypt for badness. And the lean and the ill-favored kind did eat up the first seven fat kind. 
when they had eaten them up, it could not be known that they had eaten them, but they were still ill-favored as at the beginning, so I awoke. And I saw in my dream, and behold, that spirits came up in one stalk, full and good. And behold, seven ears withered, thin, and blasted with the east wind sprung up after them. And the thin ears devoured the seven good ears. And I told this unto the magicians, but there was none that could declare it to me. Uh, Back in verse 21, is it saying there that they couldn't determine that they had eaten up, the skinny ones had eaten up the fat ones because the skinny ones were still skinny? Yes, exactly. And and as we as we go on down, I'll show you the verse that helped me to see that. As we go on down, we'll refer back to it. Okay. We on verse twenty four or twenty five. Twenty five. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And Joseph said unto Pharaoh, the dream of Pharaoh is one. God hath showed Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good kind are seven years, and the seven good years are seven years. The dream is one. And the seven thin and ill-favored kind that came up after them are seven years. And the seven empty ears blasted with the east wind shall be seven years of famine. This is the thing which I have spoken unto Pharaoh. What God is about to do, he showeth unto Pharaoh. So that I, I was just thinking, God, God didn't keep it a secret. He... Uh, he told them, he made sure that uh, what at least two years previous to this, he had it in his mind what he was going to do and uh, prepared because it said that famine was on the whole world is what, what we'll see later on down here. But God had it. God's got it in control, and it has it today. Exactly what's going on. That's right. Oh, verse 29. Behold, there came seven years, seven years of great plenty. Oh, oh, okay. It starts to be fulfilled here. Behold, there came seven years of great plenty throughout all the land of Egypt. And there shall arise after them seven years of famine, and all the plenty shall be forgotten in the land of Egypt, and the famine shall consume the land. And the plenty... That's a scripture that I was telling you about. Uh, the plenty shall be forgotten. In other words, those uh, they ate them them 
fat ones up, but they couldn't even tell it. Mm-hmm. There was no difference. It was forgotten. Uh-huh. And the plenty shall not be known in the land by reason of that famine following, for it shall be very grievous. And for that, the dream was doubled unto peril twice. It is because <clears throat> the thing is established by God, and God will shortly bring it to pass. Now, therefore, let Pharaoh look out a man discreet and wise and set him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh do this and let him appoint officers over the land and take up the fifth part of the land of Egypt in the seven years. Um, I thought that was interesting where he said that the reason he did it twice was that they know this is it's, it's going to happen soon. He repeated it twice so that it was going to happen soon. Uh, and and I, I, I think, well, as it goes on down here, I think it was immediately on. You know, they started farming. In the next seven years, man, it was they they hauled, hauled it in. <clears throat> um, uh, verse thirty-four. Is that mine? No, thirty, 30, 30 thirty-five, mom. Thirty-five. Okay. Then, um, uh, and I wondered about that. Take up the fifth part of the land of Egypt. I don't know what that means. Does anybody? I think it means that um, whatever produce came, they only used two-fifths or two-sevenths two of it. They saved five parts. Uh, in other words, uh, uh, t- 10 would be the, the uh, full number. And they took half of it. I think seven is the full number, and they they only used two parts to, to they, they feed all, the whole used, people. They only used the fifth of whatever. Take up the fifth part. I'm I'm thinking though, is that per one hundred percent, or what would be the whole? Five. Well, no, it'd be a hundred percent. Whatever they grew. That's a fish. So I guess in the whole land, the fifth part would have been a bunch of bunch of fields. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I was reading it, taking it like whatever you got, you you give a fifth to Pharaoh, like a fifth of your whatever oh, you harvested. I, that's what I was thinking. I think this is talking about when they planted it, maybe. Uh, over the land and take up the fifth part of the land. That's what I was wondering. But I figured that that uh, that 
that that was a great portion if if five is the complete number one fifth of it would be a pretty good amount but anyway anyway verse 35 says and let them gather all the food of those good years that come and lay up corn under the hand of pharaoh and let them keep corn uh, keep food in the cities and that food shall be for store to the land against the seven years of famine which shall be in the land of Egypt, that the land perish not through the famine. And the thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such a one as this, as this is, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God has showed thee all this, there is none so discreet and wise as thou art. Thou shalt be over my house, and according unto thy word shall all my people be ruled. Only on the throne will I be greater than thou. Imagine that. (laughs) (laughs) Who can we find to be over this? Big seven year, uh, uh, 14 year job. Oh, well, I guess Joseph would be a good man. <laughs> uh, verse 41 says, And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh took Foreigner. off his ring. What, Mom? I, I, I say that was a foreigner. Uh, he was a, uh, as far as is concerned, he was he wasn't nothing, and yet God God set him up, and he was the biggest man except the king. He was right under the king. <laughs> yeah, because he was fresh out of prison. That's what I was thinking the same as Christy. I said he was fresh out of jail, and you said that. (laughs) Okay. And Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and arrayed him in vestures of fine linen and and put a gold chain about his neck. And he made him a ride in the second chariot which he had. And they cried before him, bow the knee. And he made him ruler over all the land of Egypt. And, and Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without thee shall no man lift up his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh mm-hmm. called Joseph's name Zaphnathapaneah, and he gave him to wife Asnath, the daughter of Potiphria, priest of On. And Joseph went out over all the land of Egypt. And in the seven plentiful years of the earth brought forth by handfuls. 
Did I ring the wrong one? Well, yeah. 46. <laughs> and Joseph was 30 it, it, years old when he stood before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went throughout all the land of Egypt. Oh, you know, my, my footnote here says that Joseph, rejected by his brethren, received a Gentile bride. Um, this is, you know, here's just another thing that he's a type of Jesus Christ because, you know, the church is the Gentile bride of Christ and uh, Joseph is receiving um, this this foreigner, I guess you'd say. Um, she wasn't of they of the Egyptians was kind of related to the the Jews, but they was in uh, a rogue <laughs> nation because they'd intermarried and all. But uh, he takes her, and I, evidently he 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 loved it. The the king gave it to him, and and he loved it, and uh, he was a big man. Hmm. Uh, this uh, this wife of this wife that Joseph or that Joseph got, um, he went to prison for Potiphar's um, for the sake of Potiphar's wife. I wonder if that's the daughter of uh, of the the woman that uh, of Potiphar's wife. I don't know. I don't know. Um, no, I don't know who that part of. I I thought. Um, I don't know that, that Potty Potty Sarah was the priest of the nation or something. I don't know. Um. Well, I was thinking about how many years it took him that he was in slavery and stuff or in prison because in our footnote it says that, you know, he's 30 years old now and he was probably, what, about 15 or something whenever his brothers sold him? 17. Uh, I don't know. He was 17. He's he's been in there a long time. I mean, he's what I'm saying is he's he's been away from his family a long time and in a different country because he's already 30 years old. Right. I don't know how long he was in Potiphar's house before he got thrown in prison. I don't know. Uh, verse 47 says, And in the seven plenteous years, the earth brought forth by handfuls. And he gathered up all the food of the seven years which were in the land of Egypt and laid up the food in the city. 
the food of the field, which was round about every city, laid he up in the same. And Joseph gathered corn as the sand of the sea very much until he left numbering, for it was without number. And, and unto Joseph were born two sons before the years of famine came, which Asenath, the daughter of Potiphera, priest of Onbear, bare unto him. And Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh, for God said, He has made me forget all my toil and all my father's house. And the name of the second is Ephraim, for God hath caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. That You see, that, that word Manasseh means forgetting. And uh, so he's got a he's got a position, he's got a wife, and he's got children. He says, "I've got it all. I'm I don't I'm I, I can't even remember all the bad the bad stuff." For God made mm-hmm. him forget all that. Uh, I was going to mm-hmm. say back in verse forty five, this Zaphnath Paniah. That he he named the Pharaoh named him that, and that just means the revealer of secret things. Mm. He called him that name. Uh, okay, the first one is Manasseh, which means forgetting. And the name of the second son called he Ephraim, which means fruitful. Uh, Okay, verse 53. And the seven years of plenteousness, plenteousness that was in the land of Egypt were ended. And the seven years of dearth began to come, according as Joseph had said. And the dearth was in all lands, but in all the land of Egypt there was bread. And when all the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for bread. And Pharaoh said unto all the Egyptians, Go unto Joseph. What he saith to you? Do and and the famine was over all the face of the earth, and Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold unto the Egyptians, and the famine waxed sore in the land of Egypt. And all countries came into Egypt to Joseph for to buy corn, because that the famine was so sore in all lands. Let's stop right there. Uh, you know, I wonder how it is that they stored that food and it didn't spoil. Yeah, that's a good question. I guess, I guess they dried it. Uh, 
Christy. Reckon? No, we don't know. <laughs> huh? No weevils, even though it's dried. <laughs> I don't know about that, but you know they say for all those um, the um, caskets that they dug up in, uh, like that King Tut and all that in Egypt, they said the grain is still viable, which means that if you had planted it it would have come up. Somehow they knew how to, you know, the Egyptians taught us how to embalm a body. They, in fact, they said they do not have the all of it because, uh, you know, ours will finally, it'll, it'll deteriorate. But they had <coughs> such a sign of uh, embalming people back in those days. And they were smart people, evidently. So <laughs> they, I guess they had some seven dust or something to sprinkle over the corn. Uh, or God, God may have, you know, fixed it to where they, they, uh, <clears throat> or, you know, they have put it in a cave or I don't, I don't, that'd be interesting to know how, you know, a silo, the weevils have a wonderful time in the silo. So I don't know how they preserved it, but somehow they did. Mm, that's something, man. Mm. And you know, Egypt, Egypt and uh, Israel, so they tell me, is about. Now, I know the Egyptians wandered uh, for 40 years. They went in circles in the land of Egypt because God was punishing them. But somebody told me, had they uh, went straight like God wanted them to, they would have, it would, would have got from Egypt to Israel and I believe it's 11 days, 11 days of walking from uh, Egypt to Israel. And um, that's, that's kind of hard to believe. And, uh, but anyway, so 11 days, we find Israel starting this next chapter. It was well. Well, it said to start with, it was all over the world. The famine was all over the world. Mm-hmm. It may, they may have meant the the Middle East, of course. You know, just not not over here where we're at. I don't guess, but um, it said in all lands. I don't. I don't know. But anyway, the next chapter starts up with that that um, they know that Egypt has got corn. The news spread, I guess, by God. They they must have had corn galore to feed everybody. Right, for seven years. Uh, that's what, they, must, they must have had some warehouses right there. 
Well, they they had some way of preserving it. I just don't know. They they must have some way. Uh, it don't say, but uh, I guess they they the Lord let let them grow crops after that. You reckon? Mm-hmm. Well, if he can keep shoes and clothes from wearing out for forty years, I believe he could keep that corn good. <laughs> Absolutely. Their shoes didn't wax old or their clothes. That's right. Forty years wandering. Yep. So with God nothing shall be impossible. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? No. No. Mm-hmm. And our Joseph is taking care of us today, too. Our Joseph, the Lord Jesus, he's got great plans for us and and uh, things that we hadn't even thought about that, that he's, he's working on it, preparing all of that for us. Mm-hmm. Anybody else got a comment? Question? Y'all remember to pray for Uriah and Miss Miss um, Casey and her baby. You got the baby with you, Casey? Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. <laughs> uh, remember Sharon. Simmons family too. Right, Miss Christie was just—I uh, mean, uh, Miss um, Miss Tina Boone was just saying she had just come from from Wake uh, of Sharon's. Was there a lot of people there? Uh, I mean, there was a huge amount of people there. Oh, the everything. Is the funeral tomorrow? Tomorrow at one o'clock. Oh, okay. Uh-uh. At mm-hmm. Galilee, right? Oh. Yeah, at Galilee. Okay. Y'all remember, I, I, I just thinking how Sharon loved them little old children of of her girls. Uh, they stayed with their mom so much. And you talking about Tasha and Kenneth's kids? Those five girls? Or are you talking about other... She kept a lot of her grandkids a lot. She had Kenneth and um and uh what's the girl's name? Tasha. Are you talking Daddy. about Kenneth's wife? 
No, that's Shelly. Kenneth's wife is named Tasha. No, but Shelly is my parents' daughter. Shelly yeah. and Stuart and Kenneth. Shelly, yeah, Shelly. I, I think about her, that that little girl, you know, she depended on her mommy so much. That's just so sad. Well, I don't know what that church is going to do without her. I know it. I know it. She was very, very prominent in the church. And just they just had lost their grandma. Yeah. Gwen Miller, you know. Yeah. Did they did they ever say what happened? Why she died? I the, did. They, the people I talked to said they heard that it was a heart attack. Now I don't know. That's what they said they heard. But I don't know. Well, I know he had heart trouble and has had yeah. operation. She had had some heart problems, but, you know, she was not sickly. She was, she was well. Yeah. All right, well, let's pray, and y'all remember, and don't forget to thank God that we're all so well and everything. Father, we come to you in Thanksgiving again, Lord, thanking us for all the things, the way you work things, and your plan for us, Lord, and I, I it just... I just think about when we get to heaven, Lord, and look back on all the ways that you cared for us while we was on this earth and didn't even, we didn't even know we're the object of your, your love and all your plans for us. But help us to know that, Lord, that everything is going according to, to your plan for us. And I do pray for that family there. I do pray for Kenneth and Shelley and all those little children, Lord, everybody that's so hurt by all of this. I do pray for them, Lord. You'd be near to comfort their hearts. I pray for little Uriah, Lord, that you'd just hover over him and touch his body, Lord, and and that it's lacking that you just make up the the uh, to be a surplus of everything that's good, Lord. And I pray for Casey and the little baby. Just just comfort them, Lord, while they're there. Take care of them. Thank you, Lord. They've got a place to go, and and they can hopefully find out what's wrong. Bless Miss Tinspoon, Lord, bless her and her family and Dana and her family and Jan and her family, Ida 
and her family, Lord. I pray for Martha Yarbrough that you would just be real and dear to her, Lord. Help us all, Lord, to pray one for another and give you thanks, praise for it all. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Love y'all. Love y'all. Oh, bye-bye. 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 Hi, hi, Janice. Is anybody still on this phone? I am, Dana. Dana, have you tried to call Janice by that, uh, by her phone number 286 I think? No, she's disconnected that number. Well, I tried to call her, and I tried and tried, and they always told me that something like that, and I thought, well, shoot, I don't know how to get in touch with her. Do you want me to give you her number? Let me turn around here and get me a pen. I have to get everything under this machine so I can see. (laughs) Can't see how... To do anything, you know, writing or anything I, without looking under uh, the screen. Just a minute, baby. I got to get something to write on. Got so much junk over here. It's pitiful. Yeah, people ought not to be as messy as I am. Oh, you should come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> so hard to keep it clean, ain't it? <laughs> yeah. All right. Give me a number. All right. It's, uh, well, you know, the area code is 337, so it's 353. Yes, ma'am. And a five. Okay. That's three and five. Wait a minute. That's three five three. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. And then eight 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 five. Yeah. And you have to use the three three seven with it. You might have to. It's her cell phone. Uh, sometimes I don't have to use that 337. It, I guess it depends on where we are when we try to call her. Okay. All right, baby. I yeah. do appreciate you doing this. Okay. Love you. I love you too, Dana, very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.